Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Welcome. This and this is Katie. I love that I'm still doing that just because of that one feedback we received months ago about how people can't tell us apart, like our voices. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good thing to do because when I listen to other podcasts, I notice that they usually do it. Um, so that's probably a good habit we have, just saying our that's names. That's true. I just feel so weird. This is Sarah. Isn't it funny? I feel like <laughs> recording a podcast is kind of awkward because... You're, I don't know, yeah, you're saying your name and you're talking to, like, imaginary listeners right now until they're yeah. like, hi, listeners, if you're listening to us right now. But, yeah, it's just hello, it's hello. this awkward thing well, that if if you've never done it before, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, it's also awkward, too, because sometimes I forget, well, not sometimes, every episode, I forget that we're recording for a hot second and I just think I'm talking to you and then I have to remind myself. <laughs> Oh, you probably should not say that in a recording <laughs> that you're going to publish to the public. Right? So, oh my gosh, I know. I get that feeling too sometimes. Like, oh, this is going on the internet for free yeah. for everyone to listen to who wants it. So, <laughs> And forever too. Like, right? once this shit's out there, it's out there. <laughs> like, that shit has no sailed. pressure. <laughs> All right, now that Um, we're all frightened and scared, let's talk about masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about flicking the bean. Have you heard of that expression? It's my favorite. I sure have, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had never heard of it before. And then someone said something, like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, good old flicking the bean. I was like, ooh, what? That's a thing? That's a saying? Or tickling the bean, which I find so pervy in a weird way, like, tickling the bean. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one for me. <laughs> but, I mean, these are all terminology for women masturbating, which is going to be our topic. So those male listeners who are like, oh, fuck this, but it's. <laughs> important and I feel very passionate about this conversation and this topic and especially about like relating it to women's sexuality as well and like how it's still such a taboo even in fucking 2018 to talk about women and being sexual beings and masturbating and so Katie and I were talking about this today just a bit before we met and just not I'm not going to say Katie's experiences because she didn't talk about them as mainly me as usual hashtag selfish um just talking about my problems and like my situations and shit and so yeah we were talking about this idea that it's not even related just or specific to religion like masturbation and shame and guilt and all of that it's not even directly tied to religion when it comes to women masturbating but just in society in general and this yeah. cultural like women are not supposed to masturbate or if they do it then it has to be on a man's term like it depends like sometimes it's considered hot for a woman to masturbate and other times it's seen as like oh you should be doing that like I should be able to satisfy you and right. not feel like I don't want you to masturbate like that's you know so it's just this idea of like if a man were to masturbate and Katie and I were talking about this like I wouldn't be offended like or I wouldn't be like I wouldn't take it as I'm not satisfying them enough but that's mainly because we're taught that like in a relationship a man 
will, you know, you just kind of accept the fact that they're going to jerk off in the shower yeah, and be okay with it and not have to think like, well, it's not because I'm, I'm not satisfying them enough or blah, blah, blah. It's just, that's what, that's what guys do. That's <laughs> yep. just what they do. Boys will be boys. <laughs> boys will be boys. Whereas if a woman does it, it's like, whoa, like, are you like addicted to sex? Do you have issues with sex? Like, why are you masturbating? Like... It's just, like, so taboo for a woman to to masturbate and it be, like, it's just not considered normal or okay or just, like, oh, women will be women. Like, you don't have that saying. <laughs> right. Girls girls. Like, yeah, like, women are supposed to, or, yeah, cl- seen as, like, these non-sexual beings unless, in a lot of cases, it's for the pleasure of a man. Like you were saying, um, if it's considered hot or whatever, it's, you know, usually maybe in like porn or something where a woman is masturbating on the man's terms, right? Like she's maybe using like angles or toys or whatever that a man or a viewer who's attracted to that would get turned on by. Um, Whereas like just a woman masturbating by herself, like, it's just not really talked about. It's not something that people expect women to do, even though it happens. Like, it, like all people, um, most people, I guess, are sexual beings. And so there shouldn't be this, like, shame around it. Uh, or, it, oh, yeah, this double standard. As the double standard, about, like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, think about it, too. This is the other thing that I just gets me all frustrated, gets my blood boiling these days. Is you think about all these TV shows, except for I will give credit to Big Mouth because I really appreciate the whole hormone monsters. In case you guys haven't watched yes. the show, it's like talking about, you know, puberty and like these characters going through puberty and they don't just have hormone monsters for the boys, it's also for the girls. Yeah. Which is like one of the first shows or anything in like society and especially like Hollywood and shit that shows like a girl going through puberty and also being just fucking horny as a little boy (laughs) who's like 12 or 14 going through puberty. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and like girls trying to figure out their sexuality and what feels good to them and like like, learning about their own bodies, not just like, oh, they're just you know, not experiencing any of it, and the the guys are the ones feeling horny all the time, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, they only focus on the the boy or the guys going into the shower and masturbating and not the girl humping her, pe- like her pillow, you know? <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Which totally. is totally what, ev- mo- I'm not going to say every girl, but most girls do, and it's like anything that brushes past the clit, you're like, oh. Oh, let me yeah. just find an excuse to, like, gently sit on top of this pillow. Oh, I'm just resting there. Let me just, like, start, yeah. like, you know, jumping in bed or grinding. And it's like, oh, but I'm not masturbating. I'm just, you know. Right. And especially, there. yeah, as, like, a young, like, teenage girl or even a younger girl than that, like, you, I feel like you don't really even necessarily sometimes know, like, what, what you're doing or why you're doing it. But we're hardwired to want to feel that and to be sexual. And, and so it's like... Yeah, it, it's not shown in pop culture at all. So when you're, like, doing it as a young girl, you, I think, probably think you're weird. Or in cases of religion, you think you're dirty. Exactly, which I think is, like, really unfortunate for Mormon girls, like, who grew up in the religion and who were masturbating because it's, like, a double whammy, right? Like, you oh, get it yeah. from 
society that, you know, what you're doing is weird or you would be seen as weird. Like, and again, it goes to like school as well. Like if a kid, like a boy in middle school or whatever could talk openly about like jerking off. But if a girl ever said it, it would be like, what a fucking weirdo or sex addict, you know, mm-hmm. like who would even talk about that? Yeah. But then also think about, like, if you grow up in, especially, I can't speak to all religion, but for most part, I mean, it's not just specific to Mormonism, but obviously since our podcast is called Not So Molly Mormon, <laughs> I'm going to just focus on Mormonism. Right. Uh, but it's like a double whammy, because I I think I've talked about this before in an earlier episode, but I, it's so traumatizing having to talk to your bishop at such a young age about masturbation. When you, you as a kid don't even know what it means. Like, I didn't even know what it meant, like, as a kid. I just know I did it. Yeah. And the first time I remember doing it, I was, like, six, I think. And I just knew it felt good. And I didn't know anything beyond that. And then having to tell my mom, who was, like, mortified about the fact that I had done it and then, like, admitted it. Because I felt guilty and, like, oh, maybe this isn't what a, a young girl should be doing. And then as I went, you know, throughout puberty like having to talk to a bishop during these temple interviews and be like, yeah, I was flicking the old bean, you know, like, <laughs> but I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, just, just where... hearing you say that kind of enrages me because it's so inappropriate. First of all, it's really gross that these old, these adults that aren't related to you, are asking you about how you touch your private parts, okay? That's weird and gross. And then another thing, too, is the the manipulation and the control to make you feel guilty for touching your own body. That is so disgusting to me. It's like... They're taking away the control of you and how you want to live and how you want to feel and things that you're doing in private with yourself that aren't harming anyone. And they're not harming you. They're actually healthy for you. But the, the religion controls you and makes you feel shameful, dirty, and then you have to talk about them with unqualified adults. Like, I... Exactly. Every t- I know that I should not be surprised by this and how I feel about this anymore, but it seems like every time it comes up, I get really, like, angry. It's not cool. It's super I, unhealthy. Exactly. And I do, too, because it's like, well, fucking hell, like, I'm 30-year-old woman, and I'm still, like, I still feel guilty and ashamed sometimes for masturbating because yeah. of all this, like traumatizing experiences I've had growing up where like every time it was like not only should you feel ashamed it's a sin blah blah blah, but also and again especially with women it's like you should feel disgusting like there's something wrong with you if you are masturbating and like you just can't control yourself type thing like you are clearly not a proper lady who has the ability to control her sexual appetite and that you know, women aren't even born with that much of an appetite. Right. It's just more uh-huh. about pleasing a man and blah, blah, blah. And so whenever you do have the desire, which I'm a thirsty bitch, I have it all the time. <laughs> it's like, I feel like I'm disgusting or like, you know, maybe I am a sex addict. Oh, my God. Like, maybe I'm, you know, like I'm addicted. and Like, you just puts all these really ridiculous thoughts in your head that aren't actually true. Like, it's just, it's oh, a healthy. Totally. Like, people have different levels of sexuality and if it's not an extreme case where, yeah, maybe you are actually addicted, like, which I'm not, 
then it's not something that you should even address. You know what I mean? Like, it's not an issue. It's like you should just embrace it. It's healthy. It's your level of sexuality that is you. Yeah. And that's the whole. And it doesn't. And also, as Jay always says, it's none of anyone else's goddamn business. Oh, no, it's not. At the end of the day, it's not. It's not. And that's the thing I'm passionate about because it's like, I don't want to feel guilty about something that I'm doing in my private life, as you talked about, that's now on display in public and I'm having to justify why it is that I do what I do because of something that's just natural and healthy. Yeah. But you you're know? made to feel like you're unnatural for it. Um, yeah. And or like not you were saying, like. yeah, like you were saying, that double standard of um, the men versus the women. Now, I wanted to address that, like, I know it's a big thing in Mormonism for the men and the boys as well. Like, they constantly talk to the young men about how, like, pornography and masturbation is sinful. But, um, and so I know that, like, I've heard from ex-Mormon dudes that they just felt horrible, awful guilt as well when they would masturbate. But the difference is, is that they're expected to masturbate almost. You know what I mean? Like, that's why there's so many, like, talks given to them about it. That's why... Like, they focus so much on it and about about shaming the men for doing that. And see, like, the difference is, is that women don't even get those talks. What happens exactly. is, is that the young women, they, they're just expected to not be sexual whatsoever. And then when they confess to their bishop that they have masturbated, it's like this whole other level of shame. Because like Sarah said, you're they're not even, you know, expecting the women to explore their bodies. It's kind of like they just you know, they expect them to just not even care about sex until they're married. That's kind exactly. of, yeah, the impression. <laughs> yep, exactly, 100%. And that's that's so accurate. And even, like, when they talk about porn, it's always only addressed to men. Always. Again, like, yeah. men are the only ones in the Mormon church, apparently, who like sex. And that women cannot just be, like, they're just not sexual beings. And so when you are, like, and especially, like, me... <laughs> Growing up in the Mormon church, I was always like, well, maybe I'm weird and maybe I do have issues because, like, I'm a very sexual person. I've always been. And, like, for me, that's something that's really important. And my entire life, it's been like I had to hide it like a nasty secret. Like, you know, I would never, ever, ever, ever want anyone to know that I masturbated because I that was my deepest, darkest secret until I was 28. I had never even told anyone the story of me masturbating at such a young age until this podcast, basically like maybe I talked to you about it, Katie, before mm-hmm. the podcast, but like, and in the book that I'm writing, I talk about it. But before that, I would never ever in a thousand years talk about it. Cause it was the darkest secret I had that oh, like, yeah. I masturbated occasionally, you know, like throughout adolescence, you know, from basically starting at the age of six or whatever until, 18 then I went off to BYU and I didn't because it was so much pressure and let's be honest you fucking live with like five other women in this <laughs> tiny apartment where the hell am I supposed to masturbate anyways <laughs> yeah so I didn't really do it in Utah but then when I came back to to Georgia I remember I was like oh okay and I started again I felt so guilty and ashamed like Every time I would do it, I would feel so sick to my stomach, and then I would do the repentance process, right? Mm. We're like, dear Heavenly Father, I'm so sorry. I just committed this sin that I always tell you I'm sorry about, and I'll never do again, but yet I did it again, and please forgive me. Like, I will repent of my sins, and then I would do that for, like, a month or two, and then 
I would masturbate again. And the whole process started over and over and over again. And then when I went back out to Utah, it was like, okay, I felt so much pressure. And again, living with so many roommates, I kind of stopped. And then I guess when I went to Germany, like, I don't think I did it the first few years I lived with roommates. And I don't think I actually did it at all the full, like, four years or so, maybe. Wow. Before leaving the Mormon church, because I was just like, I just felt so much pressure and I felt like it was a disgusting sin. And also I had gone through the temple, which is where they talk about how like sexual sin is like the greatest next to murder. And they like fucking scared the hell out of you in those endowment sessions. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't do anything, you know, like I, I will be condemned, blah, 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 like masturbation and sex in general is just a horrible thing and women aren't supposed to be sexual and blah 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 so yeah oh no gosh. it's just something that I think is it's it's really unfortunate honestly that it's not even a an issue that's specific to religion but just in general yeah you, you know, know like in Sarah, society. that was like amazing that you it it triggered a memory of mine um when you said that you would go through the repentance process afterwards, you know, how you would feel Mm -hmm. so, so bad. And, you know, something else that's kind of creepy that I realized is that you're taught in Mormonism and probably in a lot of other religions as well, you're taught that, like, God is always watching you. Yeah. so (laughs) it's this thing where you're like, oh, he knows that I did this dirty, horrible thing that, felt good but now I feel absolutely disgusting for doing it um and I did the same thing that you did um I don't think like I was a late I think like late in my sexual blooming however you would say that (laughs) I mean I didn't probably ever ever do it until I was maybe 13 but then you know once you discover what it is like and you don't even really know like you said you don't know that that's what masturbation is but it like you know, it just feels it just good feels or whatever. Good. Yeah. And then, but then you realize or you're taught um, that you're doing it, like what you're doing is a sin. Like you said, it's a sin next to murder. Um, yep. So then I would go through, I would do that same thing where I would just like pray and say like, I'm so sorry. I will never do this ever again. This is so horrible. Please forgive me. And I was so scared of it. Like, That being a little 13-year-old girl, I didn't really know anything about sex. I didn't really know what I was even doing. But I remember being so ashamed and so scared that after I had masturbated once, I thought that I had gotten myself pregnant. What? (laughs) Like, for a second in my brain, I was like, God's going to punish me. I'm going to be pregnant. Everyone's going to know that I masturbated because my stomach's going to start growing. And that's what happens. Like, he's going to punish me and everyone's going to hate me and I'm going to have to like, blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's like after, after a few minutes, you realize like, oh, no, that's not, that's not what's happening. But that just kind of goes to show how little... We're taught about sex and how it works, and then you just feel so horrible for even even just being a human and experiencing the littlest bit of, like, pleasure, you know? <laughs> exactly. No, it's 100% true what you're saying. It's like, well, and it also goes back to this whole idea of, like, the guilt and the shame and God cursing you. So, like, I would also think that, like, anytime I would masturbate, I would think, like, I would immediately feel guilty and ashamed and start the repentance process. And then I would also think, like, anything bad that would happen after that, like, as little as me, like, stubbing my toe or something, (laughs) I would be like, 
oh my god it's god cursing me it's god who is cursing me and like it's because i'm this disgusting person who's like overly sexual and i shouldn't feel this way i'm a woman i'm not supposed to be like this so you know i need to change i need to change my ways not only repent but i also need to get this under control what is it girdle your loins passion or whatever like i would be like i obviously suck at this and like which is also why like i never even properly like kissed a boy until i was 24 i think like as in like fringe kiss like i'm doing air quotes passionate kiss Mm -hmm by Mormon standards, because I was terrified because I knew that I was such a sexual person from a young age. And I just like really struggled with the whole idea of masturbation that I was terrified that if I ever fully kissed a guy or like started, you know, making out whatever, like Levi loving that I wouldn't be able to stop. Like, I just was like, I'm not going to be able to can to, you know, bridle my loins or what is it? Girdle my loins and bridle my passions. Like, I just was like, I'm not going to be able to. So I better just stay clear of that. Like, not going to even go down that avenue type thing, you know? Yeah, right. Because you're it's seen as like this huge sin, like you were saying, a sin next to murder. And so then you're like judging yourself and you're looking at yourself as like as bad as a murderer almost which is crazy to think about but that's totally how it is in your mind you're like oh I'm evil and dirty and gross like oh yeah yeah it's wild it's it's wild to me but then it's like it's also I know like I'm I'm beating a dead horse but it's also so frustrating because like when you think about guys and masturbation and like how often it's just like again in Hollywood and movies and whatever like I mean, it's getting a bit better these days, like now, but it's still just like it's 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 almost accepted as just common knowledge that once a boy goes through puberty, he's going to masturbate a lot in a religion or out of a religion. Like and it's not seen as disgusting or weird or abnormal or taboo. It's just like, oh, yeah, well, that's just what's expected. But then if a girl does it, then it's just like oh, well, she's overly sexual and there must be a reason why. Maybe she was, like, abused when she was little or, like, you know, she's just a sick pervert who's kinky and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe I can be both, yeah. Like, maybe I am kinky and a pervert. But also, like, there's nothing wrong. Like, there's not any level of sexuality, like, or of a woman just masturbating the same amount as a man or even more that would make her weird or a freak or something must be wrong with her. You know what I mean? But that's totally what's taught. And again, like, listeners, I want you to imagine if you didn't grow up Mormon, like, these girls or women, too, sometimes, like, have to admit the fact that they're masturbating to this, like, old white dude, you know? Like, in a room by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's also, like, some of the questions they ask, it's not just, like, did you masturbate? It's how. Right. Did you right. use a hand? Did you use your toy? Like, they ask, it's like, not just a quick, like, yeah, I masturbate, let's move on. It's no, like you they have ask the details. details. They ask what, you th- what you're thinking about. They ask, like, where you are and how you did do you it. Did you enjoy it? Yep, yep. They'll, they'll, sometimes they'll even ask, like, if you orgasmed, which, I mean, that's uh, the point. But, like, still... That's gross. Why would you ask? I just don't get it. I don't understand why they, why the question needs to be asked in the first place. It's awful. Well, exactly. And then once it's asked, it's like it's so damaging because you get asked these questions your entire, you know, for me, it was from, you know, what, like 12 until 28, this question. 
And it's like I started lying in them, so oh, I was never. I, I was never a righteous <laughs> woman, and I, I actually. I lied every know. time. Like I never confessed about doing it. Like I didn't really do it all that often, but I was way too ashamed and scared of even talking about it that I just lied. And then just dealt with the guilt of also being a liar as well as a masturbator. That's the thing is you have to deal with both. And so, like, I I think I admitted it maybe twice, not more than that, but because I was so traumatized and was just like, oh, man, never doing that again. But then I would tell myself, like, oh, it's okay because you'll just never masturbate again. Right. And then obviously, like, it didn't happen. Like, Mm -hmm. I would. Yeah. And then in those interviews, I would just lie (laughs) because I was like – I just can't go through that shit again. Like yeah. it's traumatizing, and but then, like you said, you would deal with the guilt of lying as mm-hmm. well. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, would... God knows, and God knows that I lied, and now I have that extra sin that I need to like worry about and pray for forgiveness for, and all that other stuff. Oh my God! It's, and you know, another thing is too. I remember one of my fears um, would was that like if I ever got engaged to a Mormon guy or married them that they would find out that I used to masturbate. Oh. Yeah. See, and that shouldn't even be a fear, but it totally is. Like, it's a real thing. Yeah. Yep. That was totally the thing is I would be like, oh, my God, he's I'm going to have to tell him the truth because I can't lie and I'm going to have to confess to my bishop and, like, tell them that, like, I masturbate and, like, blah, 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 and then no guy's going to want to marry me because that's going to be seen as, like, such a bad sexual sin and, like, something that they'll think that there's something wrong with me, oh, right? For doing something completely normal. Yeah, it's insane to me. Uh, um, well, I'm a I little... Get... No, you go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say, I would love it. Maybe they already have this, but... I would fucking love a t-shirt that just had a picture of a bean and it said flicking the old bean. Oh, my gosh. I would rock that shit all the time. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if, yeah, we'll have to Google, do a search. Maybe Amazon has one. (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. And in my mind, the bean has, like, sunglasses and a big smile. Yeah, such a happy 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 little bean. Um, so I kind of brought this up to you earlier, Sarah. I wanted to read a little bit of this. Um, it's, it's pretty hilarious. There's this, like, famous talk that Boyd K. Packer gave to the young men of the church. And, oh, Lord. Yeah. So for, if you're not Mormon or, or never been Mormon, I guess, Boyd K. Packer was an apostle. And was he ever a prophet i don't think so but he no, was like he a, was not he was he was a quorum of the 12 though right for like many years yeah so you know they're like almost as high up in the church as the prophets so they're like you know talking with god on the reg and um <laughs> he so he he wrote this and it was like actually made into a pamphlet and like distributed to the young men for years and years and I I read that I think they just stopped giving it out and talking about it to the young men in 2016 so not even long ago and it's kind of long but there's this part I just want to read a little bit of it so it's all about masturbation and why and why it's you know you shouldn't do it um, but like I mentioned before, Sarah, no, nothing like this is ever given to the women because women are sexless until marriage, right? <laughs> uh, 
Okay. We just don't like anything to do with sex. No, not at all. We are just, we just exist to, I don't know, clean and cook and sew. (laughs) Yeah, we sew a lot. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of just skipped down a little bit, but this is just so funny and bizarre and weird. Okay, so he says, I wish to explain something that will help you understand your young manhood and help you develop self-control. When this power begins to form, it might be likened to having a little factory in your body, one designed (laughs) to produce the product that can generate life. Oh, my God. Okay. This little factory moves quietly into operation as an expected pattern of growth begins to produce the life-giving substance. It will do so perhaps as long as you live. It works very slowly. That is the way it should be. For the most part, unless you tamper with it, you will hardly be aware that it is working at all. As you move closer to manhood, this little factory will sometimes produce an oversupply of this substance. The Lord has provided a way for that to be released. It will happen <laughs> It will happen without any help or without any resistance from you. Perhaps one night you will have a dream. In the course of it, the real <laughs> in the course of it, the release valve that controls the factory will open and release all that is excess. Oh my god, I just can't. <laughs> the fact- I'm never going to be able to have sex again without thinking of it in the factory down there. Okay, good. The factory and automatic release work on their own schedule. The Lord intended it to be that way. It is to regulate itself. This will not happen very often. You may go a longer period of time and there will be no need for this to occur. It, there is, however, something you should not do. Sometimes a young man does not understand. Perhaps he is encouraged by unwise or unworthy companions to tamper with that factory. Oh my god, I've been tampering with a lot of factories then. He might fondle himself and open that (laughs) and open that release valve. This you should not do, for if you do that, the little factory will speed up. You will then be tempted again and again to release it. You can quickly be subjected to a habit, one that is not worthy, one that will leave you feeling depressed and feeling guilty. Resist that temptation. Do not be guilty of tampering or playing with this sacred power of creation. Keep it in reserve for the time when it can be righteously employed. Oh my god, no! It like cracks me up. This is what they were giving the men when we like when when we were growing up, Sarah. Like, I just like can't even. Like my brain is like I can't even fathom the fact that this is something that was written and boys like and distributed and like how could even fucking leaders like young men leaders and 
quorum of the presidency or whatever be like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Like, yeah. how could you take that seriously? Like, there's no way. I know. It's... I would be able to sit to my kid and explain <laughs> to him, like, you got a factory going on down there. And uh, sometimes you're going to want to release the valve and then it goes really fast. <laughs> sometimes the, you know, the substance will come out. We're not going to call it semen because, you know, we're just weird and we're not going to call it what it actually is. So we're going to say it's a substance and the Lord that's will let true. it out. The Lord will let it out while you're sleeping, but don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> I cannot believe they said the Lord will let it out when you're sleeping. That is so fucked up. It's like how many little Mormon boys thought that like their wet dreams was God just helping them. Like, oh, you didn't masturbate today, so good job. So we're going to just like release it for you. And Isn't it's not that... a sin if it's in your dream it's so icky and like yeah those poor guys like i know i think it's worse like the shame and stuff is worse like with the women but like those poor little mormon boys they're like 12 years old they probably don't even understand and then they're they're it's being told to them like that it's this oh oh i just can't i can't (laughs) oh that breaks my heart but also makes me very like it just makes me like astounded that like people like i mean imagine boyd k packer let's be honest man like how did he sit there and write this up in in all seriousness and think like yep this is golden this is really good honestly like the i i would bet like i don't know a large sum of money that that man had masturbated in his life like oh people who say people who claim that they never have i mean i'm sure there are people who haven't. I'm sure there are people who are asexual who just haven't done it. But I think that's a very, 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 very small percentage. And all these men who are controlling the church, like, it, they've masturbated before. They're all just lying. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. they have. There's no way. Like you said, unless there's a small percentage who, as you said, are asexual or maybe are very, very, very devout in their beliefs and they just haven't. But other than that, like, I just... I can't, I cannot accept the fact that, like, these apostles and leaders of the church have never masturbated before. You know what I mean? Like. Exactly. Exactly. They have, they have released those valves. They have opened the valves up. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of gross when you think about it, too. It's like, are they saying that, like, your wife or whatever is, like, a bottle opener? You know, like, if they're, like, having sex, it's like the wife is opening your valve. (laughs) <laughs> that's a pretty strong pussy if that's the case though I know, i'm just imagining like a bottle opener like <laughs> that's strong that's like thunder puss <laughs> yeah yeah thunder puss thunder puss instead of thunder cat that's amazing oh man that's crazy to me like i feel like you should share that on the instagram story because i'm sure people are going to want to read like the whole shit like all yeah. of it like i think it's fascinating yeah and i didn't even know that that was like doctrine or literature passed in the church until 2016 that's insane to me yeah yeah it like goes on into like other parts of it too it'll talk about like if you feel the urge to whatever tamper with your factory then you should like sing a hymn or hum a hymn or like it just all this other stuff that's like how we talked about in our cult episode how it makes you they like train you to think a certain way they control your thoughts it's not just controlling your behaviors it's also controlling the members thoughts so 
kind of gross, but it's very interesting for sure. Wow. That also makes me think of like, I remember uh, at BYU, I think it was when I was 18 or 19, we had like this fireside about dating because as listeners, as you may have remembered, like we, we talk a lot about these firesides and like dating and how like once a month, basically like the members of the first presidency or like the bishopric will have like this fireside that's all about dating and how to get married and you have like bitches over there with their notepads out myself included <laughs> taking down notes being like oh what can I do to get a man to get married okay, anyway, man. So, exactly um at one of these firesides they talked about like <laughs> it was so uncomfortable like urges you may have and like you know basically when you're horny what to do And one of them was like, if you're ever on a date and you feel inappropriate urges, you should stand up immediately and say you have to leave and go for a walk. And I was like, wait, what? And so, like, I kind of made fun of it for a while and people were, like, annoyed with me because I'd be like, oh, got to go for a walk now. And (laughs) they did not find that funny I find that hilarious. You could just be, like, hanging out with your friends and you just, like, pop up. Gotta go for a walk. Which one of you got me all hot and bothered? You'll never know, but I gotta go for a walk. <laughs> Which is basically what I would do, and no one found it as funny as I did. Oh, but, I love it. <laughs> right? I thought it was so funny. But yeah, I just thought it was like such a weird concept. Like, who in the middle of a date would be like, ah, I gotta go for a walk, you know? Like, right? You just, that, you just like, leave you your date know. sitting there, just like, oh, gotta go for a walk. You can't come. <laughs> Like, I think this is a point, too, is it teaches you how to not handle situations and not to be able to handle your own body. It's, like, basically saying that you have no control over your body and, like, you have to get up and immediately go for a walk because you're not able to control yourself and those urges, you know? Yeah, and that's so silly because you can – yeah, and that kind of even goes back to, like, the rape culture we've talked about before because – it's basically saying if you're feeling a certain way towards someone or you're attracted to someone, that the, if you stay in the room with them, you're going to lose all sense of control. And it's like, no, just teach them how to be good human beings to each other. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ay, ay, ay. Well, that's it, listeners. I'm done talking about flicking the bean because it's making me no longer enjoy it if I'm talking about it in this way. I'm fucking annoyed. <laughs> yeah. These damn prophets and apostles and bishops and all of these interviews and ugh. Woof. All the shame and guilt. I'm going to be so happy when the day comes where I no longer feel any shame or guilt. Like, it's going to be amazing. Me Just- too. I, I wonder... I mean, it, it definitely gets better over the years, but it's weird how it kind of lingers. It lingers and it manifests in weird situations, I find. True. Like, when you think that you have it under control and that it no longer affects you, and you're like, yeah, and then all of a sudden it just, like, it's ugly self manifests in the weirdest situations, you know, we're just like, what the fuck, I guess I'm not done with this, and, like, I still yeah. have issues? All right, cool. That's a testament to the lasting damage of religion, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, show. All right. You got any closing statements, Sarah? Um, no. Just tickle your bean if you want. <laughs> Give it your your turkey a jerk if you want. I don't know. Jerk your turkey, flick your bean. Woo woo. <laughs> 
Bottom line, you do you. That's what I have to say. Yes. (laughs) I agree 100%. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks and bye-bye. Bye.